everyone. I'm Sandy Chong from the Australian Hairdressing Council, and I have a very special guest with me today, Neil Osborne. And Neil is actually the only certified profit first professional in the hair and beauty industry. Now, one of the reasons why I've asked Neil to come and present is that we know that as a sole trader, it's really difficult to get some great financial advice. So I'm going to pass over to, to Neil, who specialises in finances and budgeting and, you know, making a profit, whether you're a business that employs 10, 20, 30 or 100 staff, or whether you're a sole trader, he's got some really great tips. So hi, Neil. Thank you for coming. Hi, Sandy. Lovely. And thanks for being here. It's always a pleasure. Um, thank I'm, you. Going, I'm going to leave it to you to just explain, you know, some of the things yeah. that you do. And of course, um, you know, if anyone wants to contact um, you, I'll make sure that your link is, is on this post as well. Okay. Yeah. Well, firstly, I suppose let's uh, maybe just clarify profit first professional. Oh, that all sounds very, very heady these days. What that basically means is that I, I grew up with mum as a hairdresser, grew up in this industry all my life. So um, my job is to convert finance into language that we understand. That's it. It's as simple as that. Um, I understand the finance side, but I also understand the hairdressing world. So my job is just transfer that over and let's talk a language that we all understand. Okay. Because if you like me, when I first started out, I used to look at the accountant and my eyes just roll. And I was like, why is it that you know, things just don't marry up? So I'm going to start the journey of explaining all that to you. However, I must always say, as a professional, I, this does not constitute professional advice, as in professional financial advice. You must always seek your own independent professional advice when considering any significant change to your business. But let's talk about being a sole trader. That's where we want to jump in today. Most sole traders I talk to, and, I, and they say, well, what should I do? I say, well, the first thing you need to do is separate your business income and your personal income. And they go, why? It all ends up the same at the end. Well, I hate to tell you, but no, it doesn't. Um, and this is the one area that I really feel is probably, if you were to come to me and say, what's the most one, you know, most important single thing I could do, um, this would probably be it. And what I mean by that is this, you need to separate your business and your bank accounts and the way you record information from your business and your personal expenses. They need to be run separately. Why? Well, there's a very famous saying by a guy called Peter Drucker. And he says, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. Hmm. So what does that really mean? Well, unless you can actually sit down and look at what your numbers are about your business and whether you're making money or whether you're losing money or whether you've got a hole in the sieve somewhere, um, how can you fix it? See, you know, the first thing Google Maps asks us when we want to go somewhere is where are you <laughs> before it can actually work out where it wants to take you. So if I was to come to you and say, where are you, would you be able to explain it to me? Most people can't. So how do I fix this up? Well, first thing you do is you go and open a bank account, um, preferably you know, within your same bank, it's not a problem. And you just call that. And by the way, I always use Jenny. So I hope you don't mind Jenny if you're listening. Um, Jenny's hairdressing salon. And that's your business account. So all your FPOS, all your income, all money connected to your business goes into that account, not into your personal account. Okay. And that's the place that you need to start. Then you can start to then set up your expenses and then you can start to look at whether you're profitable or not. But look, I don't want to really overcomplicate it. The most important thing is, you know, when you go out and buy stock on your credit card, 
don't use your personal card. Get another credit card and have written on that. I still, you know, in the old days, you get a texture and put a big B on it, you know, business. That's the only one I can use for business. Oh, and by the way, you can't go and buy dresses and skirts and other things on special with that card. Separate. And now, if you start to do this, something will start to happen that will really surprise you. Firstly, you start to actually have a real clarity and peace of mind about what your business is doing, regardless of what level it's at, day a week or full-time or, as Sandy said, with employees. But you just get clarity. See, stress is created about not knowing. When we know, the stress dissipates. Think about that. Ponder that. Because if you're feeling stressful about your numbers, this simple technique is the easiest way to sort it out. And then any bills that need to be paid come out of that business account. Oh, and by the way, so do your wages. And you transfer across into your personal account on a weekly or monthly basis, whatever you do, a certain amount that becomes your wages. Now, that figure should be comparable to what you would be paid if you were doing the job that you were doing just to give you a bit of a benchmark. But, you know, again, we can talk about that further. Biggest job I want you to think about, separation gives clarity. Clarity reduces stress. Reduce stress, you will make money. I think that's, be that simple. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. And I think that um, with the pandemic, um, there were some harsh realities where mm. uh, sole traders were not yep. eligible for a number of the grants or payments yep. because they didn't have that separation. Mm. And so, you know, the one thing that unfortunately for many sole traders, you know, the lesson that they learn is to keep that business separate and, mm -hmm. um, you know, to pay themselves separately because there was that, you know, that lack of clarity, exactly what you're mm. saying. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, when, when they would go for grants and they couldn't get it, um, right. you couldn't what they call double dip. So that's yep. really great advice as always. So um, so I know, Neil, you're talking to sole traders today and I'd love yes. to get you back because you've always got such wonderful advice. And I'm sure that everybody here would love to hear what you've got to say as well. And um, we'll make sure that if they want to contact you directly, that we'll pop that in the on the post as well so they know where to find you, okay? Thank you. That would right. be really lovely. Thank you very much, Sandy. Thanks for having me. Thanks again. Take care. Bye. Okay, bye for now. Thank you.